Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Little Talks for Peak Performance, where we help you attract clients, not chase them. Today, we have a really exciting episode with Leo Carton with Case Central. We're about a week late uploading this one, and we apologize about that, but uh, compliance did uh, pop up and have a few things for us. So wanted to uh, preface this with um, this, this episode is for financial um, service professionals, and it is really a deep dive into the software and the case design for the FSP. And if you want to truly dig into the minutia of this episode, reach out to myself at 800-407-4137 and, or Chris and ask us for a link to the YouTube video showing all of the reports in my interview with Leo. Other than that, have a wonderful day. And we are really, really excited about this episode. So enjoy. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Little Talks for Peak Performance with Dustin Hawks and Chris McFerrin where we help you attract clients and not chase them. So how are you today, Chris? Doing great, Dustin. How about yourself? Oh, man, I'm awesome. I'm awesome. We got a little uh, snow here this morning and absolutely freezing, and it was 71 yesterday. So, you know, typical Kansas weather here. I, I feel you there. Our office feels like a meat locker, hence the, all the layers I've got in here. Oh, man. I was in there this morning. I, I know how you feel. I know how you feel. <laughs> well, hey, uh, today is all about Case Central and what they can do for the advisor's business and really adding more time to their schedule, whether it's more time to do what you love and go play golf, or if it's more time to meet with more clients or to volunteer. Uh, Case Central is in a, a very dynamic program and, and set of very talented professionals that really enhance the client's um, experience with our FSPs. So, um, you know, it's been around since I think 2012. Um, and uh, we've got a team of CFPs and CFAs and CPAs, and we're going to bring on one of the most talented CFPs at Gradient here in a minute. But uh, real quickly, give me some of your thoughts on Case Central. I mean, this is one of my favorite, I'd say, uh, services that Gradient provides by far, just because of how many things it can do, not only the time-saving aspect of it, which we can get into a little bit more, but the credibility builder, you know, being able to say you have these CFPs doing all this casework for you um, really does go a long way. And uh, I mean, we have guys advertising them in their meet my team slides. So uh, as big or as little as you are, they are there to help. Um, I always say, especially on the time-saving side, you can imagine how much time, Dustin, it takes when those clients bring in their shoebox of statements, plop it on the table, say, here's what I have, what should I do? Well, that's a lot of fun just to get started. You say, where do I start? And Case Central is really one of the biggest, I'd say, time-saving aspects that you need to be using if you don't have something like this already, or if you're not taking full advantage of them, Dustin, we need to make sure that they are, essentially. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, what, what I want to do here is I want to kick you out 
which is as rude as can be. And I'm going to bring in Leo and uh, I'll bring Leo in so you can say hello. And then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll bid farewell and uh, we'll have, have Leo talk about all the wonderful things that he does for our advisors. One little disclaimer here. We had a little technical difficulty earlier with uh, some, some uh, of the audio. So hopefully we got the kinks worked out. If not, hopefully uh, it is, it is, fixed enough to where you guys are able to en enjoy this podcast. So Leo, how are you? Leo CFP. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Ready to go. Awesome. Should I, I love it. Should I dive in? Yeah. Give me, give me one second here. Let's, uh, let's remove young Christopher here. Have a wonderful day, Chris. Thanks hey guys. All right, Leo. So, uh, we, uh, we wanted to bring you on the podcast here today to talk about, Case Central and all of the wonderful benefits and attributes that uh, it brings to the table for the FSP. And, and you and your team um, have done an unbelievable job with our advisors, not only helping them build intricate case design, but really taking a lot of the heavy lifting of the day-to-day -day, um, work off of their hands so they can do what what they they do best and that's meet with clients that's you know find out what the the problem spots are in their retirement and going out and and, and really helping in their community and so you being a cfp is like everybody that i work with now has they don't have a cfp designation but they have somebody in their office that essentially is and that's that's mm -hmm. unheard of really in this day and age so uh, if you'll just give me a real quick background on you. Oh, sure. Um, I started in the business a few years ago, actually 1984. And um, I'm 65, CFP, and I, I ran a practice, a very successful practice for about 18, 18 19 years. So I know what it's like. And, uh, boy, I wish I had something like this when I was juggling hundreds of clients. I mean, trying to keep them organized interested, you know, and keep coming back. So, it's, you know, we do, we look at this as we're, we want to become part of your team. And when we get into a good rhythm, uh, and so you know what we need, and we, uh, you know, are communicating back and forth, the, the process is really a real benefit to you, the advisors. Awesome. Awesome. Now, Real quick, um, Case Central is comprised of how many CFPs? Oh, five. Should I go to my screen? Uh, yeah, give me one second, though. Give me one second. So yeah. you have you have five CFPs. You're right. you're one of the the CFPs. You're a team leader, and um, you've got a few people on your team. And and I know that it like anything with gradients, we have individuals that are on a team, and then they get moved to a different department or whatnot. And, you know, one of my most favorable ones that are stories like that is, is Matt Anderson. Matt Anderson was on your team many, many, yeah. many moons ago. And he, mm -hmm. I don't want to, I don't know if it was promotion or what, but now he's working for Gradient Investments and he's really flourishing over there from all the things that he, he learned from you and, and from Case Central. And so mm -hmm. um, the one thing that's always a constant is, is, is Leo Carton. And uh, we, you have no idea how much we appreciate that. So yeah, if you don't mind going mm -hmm. to your screen, we'll, we'll share your screen sure. here. Um, and you can kind of show us exactly what, uh, what we're going <laughs> to look at here with, with Case Central. Yeah. So, uh, you know, once you go into Case Central, your dashboard comes up 
And on the left, you can see I've selected to be in the case planning documents. I'm going to spend about three or four minutes in here because this is a really tremendous resource for you. I'm going to show you just a couple. Um, here's the taxation retirement guide. Here's the retirement and savings guide, RMD beneficiary IRA guide. And just to give you an idea of what kind of information is in here. So, you know, it's we updated, obviously. It's, it's written for you with a, an advisor in mind. Um, and let's go to the next one. But, you know, you don't get these questions every day. And so, you know, what I've inherited uh, an IRA. What are my options? And those kinds of things. So very, very helpful resources. And then also real quick, meet your team. Let's just show you. This is the whole team. <clears throat> and there are the five CFPs. And we lead teams and we we help each other out. So you might work with me and, and my team. And then one day I'm, I'm on vacation or something and James picks up the phone and he's, we're all, uh, we crossbreed and and we help each other out. So it works out really well. Um, let's go back. And then uh, other things. Like, well, fact finders, please use a fact finder. I mean, even if you're a veteran, you're going to forget sometimes because you're, you're busy in your conversation. But the more accurate the information that you upload to us, the quicker and more accurate we're going to be with you, as you can imagine. But also in the world of Social Security, Sometimes you'll have a client that says, I don't, I don't know what my PIA is. Well, this is something that's a PDF. You can email to them and say, hey, go get that, you know, or you can do it in, in your office, whatever. It's, it's a step-by-step -step guide on how to find your <clears throat> primary insurance amount is what Social yep. Security calls their benefit. And then once they can go and they get that, then they can give that to the advisor. And for our Social Security report, correct me if I'm wrong, we need two things. We need date of birth and primary insurance amount, just for the most basic. I mean, there's a lot of other yep. things that are going to go yep. into it, but those are for the most basic things. Yeah, exactly right, Dustin. So, good, good. All right, but this is a great resource, and it's right next to the sample case, which I think we should get into that right now. Sure. Real quick, on yeah. the, the fact and feeling finder, now we could have an entire podcast just on the fact and feeling finder. And yeah. really it is, is not only imperative for case central that you get a very comprehensive and filled out fact and feeling finder. But if you do that each and every time you meet with an individual, your experience with that client will be on such a higher level than just kind of winging it every time you're there, or you think, you know, the right questions to ask. And then the, the amount of information that you can give back to that client is almost unprecedented with, with the process that we have. I know there's many advisors that have joined us over the years and wherever they did their business before Gradient, they always tell me that I wish I would have found something like K-Central before. Not only does it save me time, but it gives me a consistent and unbelievable solution to move forward to the client that I've never been able to provide before. So that's what you're going to go into right now is the sample case on what something yep. that somebody mm -hmm. would use. So, right. No, you're exactly right. And it's frankly, it's, it's going to, I mean, I just had a conversation like this today with an advisor that is relatively new to us and said, I couldn't have closed this without these reports. She was really impressed. And so let's get into it because, you know, it is going to help you close more business.
So we have core reports right up here, as you can see. The first one is the overview. And Dustin, keep me on time here. You know, give me some oh, cues. I will. You bet. Okay. All right. But the overview is the first report that everybody runs because basically it's a net worth statement and you're getting your client organized. It's a statement of goals um, and it's everything they gave you. You're giving back to them. So it's a it's a uh, it's a check and balance. But, you know, we prefer that you upload statements with your fact finder because we're looking for all kinds of things that you may not be thinking about. Is this variable annuity movable? You know, if we have a huge surrender charge, probably not. Uh, we're looking for cost basis in your non-qualified accounts. So we're looking for who's contributing and how much so that we can project uh, into the future uh, accurately. Uh, life insurance, if that's part of your practice, is, it can be very important, and especially with life insurance with the long-term care rider. And then real estate and business assets. And then what we do is we're starting to sort you know, their assets and they have a million dollar investable net worth. Okay. And how much of that is non-qualified? How much of that is qualified? How much in Roth? How much in tax favored? So we're starting to help the client realize that there are different kinds of money. And then we move down to risk. You know, how much of your money is at risk and how much is in safe and secured assets? Then we're looking at where their income is coming from. And you can see that this guy's going to retire at 67 and his pension turns on at 68. There's their Social Security PIA. and We use a 1% COLA unless you tell us otherwise. And then he's going to retire at 68. She's going to retire at 66, which is the same year. They're just a little difference in age. And their camera is a 51. And we can override life expectancy if you'd like us to. More and more people are doing that. And then their income goal is 100000 with a 1% COLA. Some people are using three now. But the bottom line is this is everything. And you're, you're helping your client get or probably better organized than they ever have been in their life. So that's the overview. That's, this is basically, this is when we met you. This is what you look like. Right. And, and I always, for lack of better words, I always say, all we're doing here is we're taking the information you gave us. We're making it in a very organized way, but we're just regurgitating it back to the client to say, this is what you've provided. Is this accurate? Yes, mm -hmm. it is. So mm -hmm. here's, all right. So we're going to move forward with some, some right. solutions. Right. Yeah. And a lot of times in this process of presenting the overview, the client's going to say, hey, you know what? I forgot about that other asset sitting over there. So it's good for everybody. It's a great report. Let's go to the color of money. Now, for those that aren't familiar with the, the color of money, that is um, a report that is on our, our what we call our CAMRA, our color money risk assessment. Um, it's a, essentially a risk strategy. It's 11 question questionnaire. Each, each answer has a, a, a number associated with it, and it gives you a risk score. That risk mm -hmm. score then gives you an idea of how much money you want to have in at-risk assets or what I would consider to be mostly managed assets or how much you want to have in safe instruments or safe assets, money monies that are harder, extremely difficult to lose money in. And mm -hmm. that obviously changes from year to year. And um, as you get older, a lot of time it, it changes. But we saw a ton of the advisors, the FSPs out there, have their clients redo the camera during the pandemic. And it was crazy to see how those changed for individuals. I'm sure you saw some of those as well. 
Um, but it's always a good idea to get one of those, even on your annual reviews, to do a, a color of money risk analysis report with your right. clients. So I'll let you go through the report. I'm sorry I took so long talking nope. about it. Nope, you're good, you're good. So here's where they are today, current. And then here is, so look at their risk, current risk score is a 90. So that but means 90% of their assets are at risk, right? Exactly. But they're comfortable at 51. So now this is all starting to make sense to them. So what we're saying here, what they're saying with their risk score is we need more money in safe assets and we need money in professionally managed. So that's the that's our now that is our target on how to help our clients proceed to the next step. Okay. Perfect. Social Security Max. Now, this why would great... somebody want? Why would somebody want to maximize their Social Security? <laughs> it's huge. Makes a huge difference in the outcome of your cash flow during retirement. We'll show you that in the next report, which is called the Compass. No, real quick on that. Yeah. It, the the <clears throat> disclaimer I always give advisors is is that we're going to show you how to maximize Social Security based upon the actuarial tables that social security or the government uses to figure your benefit and essentially how long they plan on you taking the benefit. That's correct, right? Oh, uh, yep, absolutely. So here's a male 68. Okay. That's his PIA is the 2400. His life expectancy is 83 and nine months. Female two years younger, her life expectancy is 85 and eight months. So this report, unless we override the life expectancy, assumes that you're going to live to 83 and nine months. So here's how what it looks like. I, I skip over some of this because I think although the graph is really attractive, obviously to some clients, uh, but we've got to ultimately get down into the numbers. And what the optimized strategy is saying here is that John is going to start a spousal benefit beginning in May of 2022 when he's 68 and four months and his benefit's going to be 1,050. But then in January of 2024, when he's 70, he's going to switch to his own benefit. Jane, on the other hand, is just starting outright at 66 and four months and this is her benefit. And then she's going to survive and so that would be the survivor benefit at his exact uh, uh, date of death. Okay. So if you, if you employ the optimized filing strategy, this is how much money you're going to get out of social security. If you're a perfect statistic, right? Meanwhile, if you just say, no, no, I'm not going to wait. Let's just go and let's start at the next available date. Well, that option's only going to get you that much from social security. And these are, sometimes we see hundreds of thousands of dollars of difference, depending on the option you select, when to turn it on. And here's FRA, and he's already beyond FRA, so it, it's not as big of a difference. Um, and there you go. And if you wait until the last stage, then this report shows you on a year-by-year -year basis of what they're proposing for the optimized strategy. <clears throat> And then we get into the report and now we break down John's individual benefits because in your client meeting, maybe he says, hey, what's it? What's my benefit going to be if I wait till 69? Well, there it is. And in Jane's down here, she's younger. It also shows if you start your Social Security prior to FRA, what's going to be the discount? OK, and so you can see it walk up. 
Now, I can't get into any more detail back here, but it, we touch on Medicare. And then we have just a library of information that your clients are going to ask you. It's a great reference and a great resource for you, but also for them when they take it home. Okay? Yep. So, so what we've done is we've we've told them, here's where you are. And we're starting to sort that slice and dice by how much is at risk, how much is qualified, how much is not taxable. And now we've examined Social Security. So now we're going to kind of bring it all together in this report called The Compass. So let me stop you real quick if I can. Sure. The The, the Compass is exactly what it what it says it is. It, it's a, it gives you direction in retirement, at least for your assets and your income and where where things are at. But to, to back up a minute and talk about Social Security, and I think that's going to be very prevalent here in this report, I always say that, you know, when you, I used to build houses for a living, but you, you wouldn't build a house on a foundation that wasn't solid. And so when you start to think about retirement and retirement income, we talk about that retirement cliff where you quit earning money and then you take all the money that you've saved and you, you have to distribute that money that you've saved and make sure it lasts over a lifetime can be a bit cumbersome. So let's go ahead and maximize that Social Security, get a really, really strong foundation and plan from there. And that's exactly what you guys do here with the, the Compass. Now, this page looks really familiar. So for those that are listening on on uh, any one of the, the services that that are not YouTube and can't see our screen, I apologize. But we've got some really great things here. So um, I would direct you to go to YouTube and, and check it out. Uh, but you are you're showing us something that's very familiar from one of the reports that that we just saw here a little bit ago. Yep, and that was the camera report, the color of money risk analysis. So now we're we're going to go a little bit further, deeper now, and we're going to be breaking down their assets. There's that Schwab account. Uh, there's the Prudential account. There's the variable annuity account in the MetLife, and so your investable assets is one million. And now, based on your risk tolerance, your Camera score. We're making these recommendations that we're going to be adding money to an FI to two FIAs for two hundred thousand each, and then we're going to be recommending some managed portfolios, professionally managed from Gradient Investments, and then we can inside this report we can also do Roth conversions, but for our conversation today we can demonstrate you know, what the what the net effect is going to be if they if your client does do Roth conversions at 90 years old or whatever age they're going out to. But for our conversation today, let's kind of just skip past it, but know that the, the, we have the uh, the ability to do that. And we're also not going to get into the long-term care, but, but that was an issue for this client. And then our, we're going to be taking withdrawals. We're going to turn on income writers at, at, the, at the ages that is necessary and required. And then we're going to be doing RMDs, of course. And there's the income goal and the income sources. There's employment start, stopping. Here's your social security. If you can remember where we're plugging in the, the optimized strategy, unless your client can't afford it. So there are times when you, it's not in the client's best interest to maximize or optimize. But in this case, it's working real well. There's the pension. And then as Dustin was just talking about, this page is called the income gap. And it's exactly what he was talking about is building your retirement foundation on solid ground. 
what this one page does, and, and the, you can use any explanation or description that you want, but what I'm always saying over here is that this income gap is the reason we're meeting. We want to eliminate or reduce that gap so that your income is predictable and safe. Okay? Perfect. The income forecast now is we're showing you, here's your Social Security kicking in, what year? And then you can see it when we optimize and it kicks up to 64. Pensions coming. But we need 62000 from the portfolio that you're managing or you're proposing to manage. Where is that going to come from? So you scroll down and here is the withdrawals by account year by year. So we turned on the income writer after they retired in both of those. And then we're drawing on account five and seven to get that 62,635 we need. And really the cool thing, I hate to cut you off. The really cool thing about this report is, is we were talking about um, Comra and the, the essentially, I, we didn't really go into it, but the color of money, whether it's it's red money at risk money, yellow money is managed money and green money is safe money. All of these accounts are color coded by the color of what money that they are, whether they're safe or managed. So that's a, it's a very easy way for individuals to see which accounts are which. Yep. Very good. And then I'm going to go to the next couple of pages. And this is called the portfolio balance. So after we sent that money to that client, what's the balance of each account? And then I'm, I'm getting just slightly ahead of myself. Let me scroll back up to this busy, busy page. But what you can see now is you can see, okay, I can see where it's coming from, my portfolio every year, which accounts I'm, I'm tapping. And then scroll down and you can see that this client, based on their income goal, is going to spend $4.337 in retirement. You sent them $1.535 right there. Uh, the pension sent them $400. Social Security sent them $2.2. And they still have $1,020 investable at age, at, at, well, usually we stop it at age 90. Any Good. comments there, Dustin? No, I think it's a fantastic report. If you'll scroll up just a bit, uh, I think like I think it's page just before the income gap. So the one right there where you were at. So if you scroll down just a little bit further, the, the thing that I don't know that we touched on, but you did before we got to this page is there's the COLA, the cost of living um, mm. that we're able to account for. And in that, you know, I, I don't know if you guys have a threshold on how high you'll go on a cost of living, but you obviously want to be prudent in the planning aspect of it and maybe plan a little less of a cost of living than, than expecting more of one. But you can that, that's how dialed in this report can get is we can we can move some of those levers to include cost of living and various rates of growth and various rates of, of withdrawals. So it's a really, really cool report. And it really it I correct me if I'm wrong here, it ties in, it sets up everything that we did and puts it all in a nice pretty bow for where they're going to go financially in retirement. Yes. Right. Awesome. And, and we also can control which accounts we're tapping for income first. So, you know, oftentimes, you know, we do see clients that want to retire before 59 and a half. And so we will take those withdrawals from their employer plan to avoid the 10% penalty. Just things like that. So we can it's it's a really it's a good it's a good program. Awesome. Okay. 
Awesome. So let's go to the next core report. And this is the action plan. And for the lack of a better description, you know, the, the compass report we just looked at had a lot of numbers. And sometimes that's just overwhelming to people. So the action plan, we created this report to show people that want to see a picture and or, you know, they, they get home and they say, God, we talked about so much. What the, how, what was he going to do with that MetLife thing? So this is a great report because it's light, you know, and so here's your Bank of America, 100,000. Well, we're going to leave 50 and then we're going to take the other 50 and make your first year down payment on your long term care. The Schwab account, we're moving over to G50E for professionally managed. That MetLife VA, we're moving that to SILAC Teton. There's that Prudential. Here's what we're recommending there and so on. Okay? Yep, yep. That's called the action plan. So, again, it's a very effective report. Now, as you guys can see, as the audience, as you can see, there's a lot of other reports that we run on a daily basis. Because of time limitations, we can't go through all of them. But should I pull out one or two, Dustin? Yeah, that'd be great. Then please do. All right. Let's find this. Hang on here. And, and so real quick, I mean, and I think you covered this, but, you know, all of all the various categories that we have here, I mean, you've got tax, you've got life insurance illustrations, you've got mm -hmm. long term care illustrations, we've got annuity illustrations, we've got everything that's backed up on the security side, um, a, a ton of stuff that's provided by um, gradient investments, if, if you choose to use mm -hmm. them. But and, and I and I. I apologize. My, I kind of lost focus there. My daughter was texting me. So, um, but uh, so you, the, the action plan is the, the neatest, the prettiest way to say, this is where my assets are and this is where they're going. Right. And um, it's, it's really a, a great way to, to take that, that bow of a compass and say, here, here's a really simple, simple way of just with a chart of shooting it across where we're going with little Samaros. So. It, right. That, that was added, what, just this last year or the year before? Uh, just last year. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Mm -hmm. All right. So tell me about the found money tax report, because this yeah. one is this one was actually it was right after the uh, the I, I don't even I'm going to mispronounce it. But the, the the Trump tax credits, we came out with this right after right. The, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, I believe. Yep. Yep. You're right. And to run this report, we need uh, a copy of their most current tax return. But as you can see, this is all. So this is all last year's information. So this client had ninety thousand of gross in total income, adjusted gross of eighty six, and taxable of sixty. So that puts him right here in the twelve percent bracket. But their net effective tax rate is eight point three, and we we that's calculated based on seventy five hundred divided by taxable at sixty. Because the first 19750 you walk through the 10% bracket, then you get to the 12. So a lot of clients don't understand how our tax brackets work, and that's, that's a good explanation there. The other thing that's important here is that they have room in that 12% bracket. You know, they could have another $20,250 of taxable income and still be in the 12% bracket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and then here's investment income, interest, dividends, and capital gains right off their tax return. 
And hang on to this number because you're going to see it again, 11,600. So that the, the, the importance of this page is to say, if you're not spending that money, maybe some of it should be re or, or repositioned because it's going to cause your social security tax to go up. And then here's a Roth conversion strategy. And, and again, now this is using 2021 uh, brackets, you know, Again, $21,050 and still be in the 12% bracket. And the tax due on that conversion is 2526 Awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. And then this is for our clients that are like virtually everyone is saying, hmm, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I think I should be doing some conversions and I'm going to do it over eight years. So I'm going to convert the present, you know, value of, 20,000 a year is 135,727. And if brackets are going up, if my taxes are going up, is this a good idea for me? And there you can see the, the Roth conversion benefit is pretty substantial. Yeah. And then this page is your social security. So remember that 11,600 plus your social security for 50% of it, plus your withdrawals from your IRAs, Plus your pension gives you your provisional income of 66000 which means 55.1% of your Social Security is going to be taxed. So you can help them if they say, I would like to reduce that. Well, you can move some money around. And then lastly, and this isn't for everybody, it just depends on your market. Uh, but if you've got uh, corporations in your market where people retire and they have company stock in their 401k, you can give them, you can show them uh, a, a, th this page, which says you can get some of this if you do an NUA, a net unrealized appreciation at, at distribution time. You'll get one shot at it. But if you do it right, we can save you some income tax. So 45000 because if you just do it the ordinary way, there's your tax due. But if you use the NUA, net unrealized depreciation method, some of your distribution is going to be taxed at capital gains rate. Okay? So if you've never heard of that, you probably don't have any companies in your market uh, that, that have that. But if you do, this is a great report. It really helps really the clients succinctly and decide that, yeah, that's something I want to pursue. So that's that's a really cool report because I remember many moons ago when when we were doing NUA, but we didn't have it as neat in this report, and uh, we had an advisor call in and said and you know, said, "Hey, can can you guys do an NUA for us?" And and they we did. K Central did, and it it won a really 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 large client for that that advisor. And mm -hmm. all that visor had to do was just gather the information and, and you guys rolled your sleeves up and went to work. So it's really right. cool. That's another reason that we prefer that you give us investment statements rather than just on a yellow pad. Here's my account balance and my 401k. Because when we're looking at that 401k, we're looking for company stock. And, and your client may not even know they have that. Yeah. Or that opportunity. Yeah. That, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Very good. Well, is there anything else that we're we're missing here on this sample case? I feel like you've covered a ton of information. Do you want to see a capper? 
Uh, sure. Yeah. So the the custom annuity policy review is where if somebody has a, a current annuity right now in their holdings, we are able to take a look at that and just give them an idea. This is mainly um, targeted at, at variable annuities, but we can do it for indexed annuities as well on our side. Um, but it gives them an idea of, of, of where they're at, where the, the, um, the fee structure is on, on that annuity, and, and really if there's any other opportunities to maybe position into something that's, I, I, I guess it's like saying, let, let me take a look at your, your 2003 Dodge Dart and see if that is in comparison or does it, is it work as well as the, the, the car of 2022? I guess that's the best way to equate it. Yep. Yep. And I, I will just highlight a couple things in here because, you know, so your net annualized return since you've been in this contract is 2.59. And a big part of that is because of this. So if your account was earning, let's say 6%, you're only keeping 2.6. And here's the fees that go along with that. So you can see that pretty substantial yeah and so we can run a side by side comparison of, of growth and fees and stuff of that nature um the the thing that that this that report does do is it will it will help you kind of get a picture of where that is now i will give the disclaimer here there's a lot of uh, annuities out there that were purchased for income or for various reasons at the time and they should stay there because they're part of a plan and um, so not every single one of them, uh, we'd always want to do a capper, but there's not, not every single one of them would be, um, something it's, it, it's almost a way for you to solidify here. Hey, that, that planning that we did five, six years ago is still valid or, you know, whoever, whoever it had, had helped you, uh, with that product 10, 15 years ago. And you told them that income or whatever the goal was, was pertinent. And they sold you that product. It might still be today. It's just kind of putting that that solid plan and just saying here we can add to it so mm -hmm. yep yeah and while you were talking i was just kind of going through just another report that's you know used very often with the morning star and everything else you know just again because i know we have limited time but at least you'll know you'll be able to remember by seeing it that you know what our uh, case central capabilities are for you so all right very good. That is a morning star. So real quick, if you could leave us with, with one last piece of, of information or one thing that you think that the FSP ought to know about Case Central, is there is there any one parting piece of advice you could give? Yeah. And that is, you know, this is what your case will look like when you set it up. We'll show you when you're ready to, to uh, create your first case, call me. And I will walk you through how to set it up, how to upload your statements. So everything is here for you and for us. And um, any notes that, you know, to help us direct our sites as to this is a real issue for this client. I really want to focus on this or whatever the case is. But the more accurate the information, the better we're going to be. And all of these reports, once you get everything uploaded to us and the case is created, We'll have <clears throat> we'll have these reports done in three full business days. That's so awesome. turn around so you can kind of almost set your your next appointment. 
Yeah, say same time, same place next week. That's what I tell a lot of the advisors is actually let's do five business days and let's not do three. Let's not do the three business days because there's always that that extra information that you're looking for or they forgot to add and they've got to go back to the client and it can cause some delays. So we we try our best to have it back, I would say, in three days, but sometimes it, it drags a little longer. So if you meet with somebody right. on a on a Tuesday at, at two o'clock, you know, it's it's safe to say, hey, can, does Tuesday next Tuesday at two o'clock work again? Or, you know, how about next Thursday? Give us some time to come up with some solutions. The The other thing is that you you offered to, hey, we'll walk you through how to upload one of these cases and to get it all set up. The, the other thing that you do is ongoing case management. Now, that's not exactly what I'm getting ready to talk about here. But, you know, the, the, we catalog all of these so they can always go back to the planning that we did and revisit it in annual reviews and update stuff as things go. But especially on their first couple of cases, and, and it's not that you don't talk to the advisors all the time on cases, but... Once you put together an FSP's first case central case, you will you'll walk them through exactly hand by hand with all the reports, where they fit and how they work and why you did what you did. Correct. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, we, we recommend that uh, just so you get off on the right foot, because, hey, there's a lot of information we just walk through. And so we want your 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 presentation to go smoothly and, and so that you're you're confident. So yes, absolutely. We we want to do that with you. Awesome, awesome. So real quickly, um, Leo, I uh, I I took uh, your screen off of it, so it's just you and I here, and oh. um, we uh, we always finish up one of these podcasts with a quote, and so um, Chris actually went and found this quote for us, but I think it's one of the most pertinent quotes you could have to Case Central, and time is what we want most but what we use the worst by William Penn. And you can, you, you can read the quote or you can hear the quote and you can, you can, you can put that up to anything in your life and say, yes, that resonates or no, that, that, that doesn't apply to this or that. But case central was literally built to give the FSP more time, more mm -hmm. time to spend in front of clients, more time to market, more time to play golf, more time to spend with family members. I've, I've got an advisor right now that that she she hasn't done much business at all this year. And quite frankly, I'm, I'm happy for her. She's in a place in her business where um, she doesn't have to, but her daughter had, had their first grandchild and she spent a ton of time over there helping her daughter mm -hmm. and with the baby and stuff of that nature. But she's also relied on our technology and kind of as her business on, on, uh, on automatic, if you will. So Case Central provides that type of service for you. And, and lastly, on that, um, the last podcast we had was on, on new gen, and we talked about the five steps. And so when you do the, the fact and feeling finding in step two, really step three is the solutions part. So we're, we're barely in on the edge of the out of step two, and Case Central is a huge part of step three of new gen. And all of this, as we go through all of these steps and everything that we do, um, on this podcast, you're going to see that the new gen system is already there. It's all in one piece and it's all laid out for you. All you have to do is just follow the roadmap to success. So Leo, I can't thank you enough for your time. Sure. I can't thank you for everything you've done for my FSPs and the gradient FSPs that, that I don't work with. Uh, you're a, you're a talented individual and, and we really appreciate you. So 
thank you for all the hard work you do, but most importantly, thank you for your time today. Cause I know you took it away from, from kind of your regular schedule. Yeah, not a problem. Glad to do it and look forward to working with everyone. Absolutely. Thanks, well, have a wonderful day and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds great. Thank you.